0: To relating the story of Paul's missionary endeavours. Paul is the central figure in the New Testament between the middle of Acts and the end of Philemon. Why was Paul so important? It is, in fact, worth reframing that question and asking whether he was as important in his own lifetime as we suppose. Or was his later influence due to the devotion of some of those who were close to him? and who carefully preserved his letters, perhaps even wrote in his name, letters for the churches of the next generation, saying what they believed would have been his message for their particular situations. And since Paul is so clearly Luke's missionary hero, the impression we gain from Acts, that the spread of the Christian gospel throughout the Mediterranean world was due almost entirely to Paul and his fellow workers, may be a distorted one. What role did other Christians play in the spread of the gospel? How important a figure was Paul in the council of the church of his day? To many of his fellow Christians, he seems to have been, to borrow Paul's own phrase, something of a thorn in the flesh. To the outside world, he was totally insignificant, except on those occasions when he was a nuisance to the authorities and though he undoubtedly planted the christian gospel in various strategic cities in the roman world the communities he formed were small and largely ignored or abused by those around them paul's legacy paul's legacy to later generations however was undoubtedly enormous and he influenced the church for all time he is important first because his insistence that membership of God's people had been thrown open to Gentiles, and that the gospel must therefore be taken to them without demanding that they should become Jews in order to receive it, meant that what had begun as a Jewish sect became, within a few generations, a largely Gentile movement. Although Paul was not alone in taking up this position, he seems to have understood the issues involved more clearly than anyone else and he certainly threw himself into the Gentile mission without reserve. He is important, secondly, because the profound insights expressed in his epistles have fed and shaped Christian theology, spirituality, and ethics ever since. Paul's conviction that the gospel was intended for the Gentiles was not unique to him, and he was not alone in preaching to them. According to Galatians... Chapter 2, verses 6 to 12. It is true the leaders of the Jerusalem church had recognized that Paul was called by God to be the apostle to the uncircumcised, though some Jewish Christians clearly disapproved. But if Luke is to be believed, then even before Paul began his missionary work, there were moves in this direction. Luke tells how Philip, one of the Greek-speaking members of the early Christian community, had preached the gospel to Samaritans and to an Ethiopian eunuch, someone who was not only not Jewish, but who, as a eunuch, was debarred from becoming a proselyte, and had baptized them. His work in Samaria had been endorsed by Peter and John. Luke records, too, a tradition that Peter had been persuaded by a vision to visit Cornelius, a Gentile, and to preach the gospel to him. Then, when the Holy Spirit descended on Cornelius, Peter realised that Gentiles might be baptised. When Paul himself began his mission work, it was in Antioch, a city where the gospel had already been preached, not only to Jews, but to Gentiles also. How reliable are these traditions? Scholars differ in the value they place upon them, but it seems reasonable to suppose that they reflect a development that was already taking place before Paul became a Christian. Paul may have been the apostle to the Gentiles par excellence, but he himself is aware that others were working in the same field. Indeed, the news that Christian Jews were mixing with Gentiles and worshipping with them may well have been one of the factors that led the pre-Christian Paul to persecute the Christian community with such vehemence. Paul's second legacy is in his writings. But to what extent was the interpretation of the gospel expressed in Paul's epistles his own interpretation? And to what extent did he share it with other early Christians? In what ways did his beliefs overlap with theirs? One of the reasons that it is so difficult to answer these questions...